Welcome, welcome, welcome. Wait, <laughs> wait. Audio ends. Now ready. Okay, so welcome to episode 26 of the Monkey Business Show. Today is the Juan on Juan, the Mano on oh, Mano, Juan. the J on J. I don't think we ever said that. That's no, pretty good. The Juan on Juan. Juan on Juan. There's a joke. like, how, how do you, well, now that I spoil the joke, you know, like, how do you call two Spanish people playing basketball with uh, each other? Uh, Juan on Juan. Juan on Juan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a bit of a <laughs> oh, dude, so we're here back again in your house. Yeah. Um, I, I miss this place, eh? I have to say. It mm. was a, a fun time we were here. Yeah, this was the biggest amount of people that we had this uh, Sunday uh, with the CSGO team and mm -hmm. and people who were here doing construction and a couple of the daughter team and Misha's parents got in yesterday, right? Was it yesterday? I, I saw them the other two day. Yeah. Two days ago. I don't remember now, but uh, yeah, there's quite there's quite a few people here. Yeah. And I realized that they don't have enough cups. They don't have enough. You don't uh, have enough cups. Yeah. Oh my God. Few have broken since we, we got here, but uh, realized that you can have a pretty big event here. can have a pretty big barbecue. I can't wait for things to be finished and uh, this place will be amazing for events like this. This is the time to pitch in. So TI-12, uh, we're ready, no? TI-12 and Lisbon. At Johan's house, yep. we can do like the what is the qualifiers hub? We can get all the <laughs> all the viewers here, all of it. <laughs> we can fit it all. Well, we can fit more viewers than we had in Romania last year. At least the teams can make it. You know, we can allow more than more than seven. My bubble will be better than theirs. <laughs> yeah, you have a pool, awesome. Yeah. Oh man, so this is for me like the like the hangover emotions of of blast. Now that we know the, the results, you know, we lost to Navi on the semifinals in a very close series. And one of those series that has chased me all weekend because we were very close. We were very, very close. And then Navi went to the finals and decided that they just want to go home fast. Mm. And then 2-0 uh, Vitality. Yeah. Also, Vitality didn't get too many maps, right? And neither. Yeah. Um, there is a stat. Like, uh, Math, I'll send you the, the tweet that it says that OG versus Navi in this tournament was... 6-6 six, six. and we took out of them 12.3 uh, rounds per map and then phase I think is big and vitality together versus them is 6-0 and only taking 6.2 maps out of them each team like in the yeah, average, yeah, yeah, in yeah, average. average. Yeah, yeah. so yeah we were the only competing against that so in a way I mean you can tell yourself you played good CS because there are other good teams in the world yeah. and you can use these I mean, I think everybody had the feeling too that OG, sh if they were in the finals, it would have been more hype. They would have, they were the team to kind of put up a fight against Navi. Um, so that, I, if I were them, I would take that as a confidence booster. I would still celebrate what happened here at Blast. They're a young team, they're a new team. Um, don't celebrate for for weeks, yeah. but you know, because it's it's three four, it's great. Uh, and and I think they have a lot to be proud of. But it's just the potential again. Like I think if they. If they wanted to, they they might be the team to do what Navi does to others, but to Navi. I think that for us, similar to what we mentioned the other day, is just we didn't have like a like a set of structure. The structure is we went in and just shot people. And how do you prepare to that? Like there is no strategy that you have when the guy is just crossing the smoke and kills three of you. Right, but they were from what again, I'm, I'm, I'm doing already bad. Again. <laughs> I'm complete noob, and I don't think you're much better than me. But what I heard was that they were playing to their new players' strengths, yeah. and some of the map picks were also chosen based on what the new players kind of like playing and what they've played before. So I guess 
I don't know. I, I, I think maybe there was like a, there has to have been some yeah. level of like strategy, but I think it was more about enabling whatever people had in their head and they had, hadn't built anything yet to, together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so we reviewed the other day CSGO, but I want to talk more about Dota uh, today for the episode. I want to talk about no games. No games. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Can talk we cover Dota else. for like five minutes? Sure. Because I'm course. in the house. It's the first time that I see them course, for a while. Of course. Of course. And we are playing uh, tomorrow, GG Gladiators. So today we're actually not recording on a Thursday. We're recording on a Tuesday because otherwise I have to go back and I could not do this live. But everything good with the team? Give me like a state of... Uh, yeah. Update. No, people are, people got parents visiting Portugal now. Mm -hmm. um, two of the guys from the team. And every day, True tries to beat me at ping pong. Every day he fails. Um, so that's also, I, I like to think that I'm spanking, spanking him every day into uh -huh. motivation, into shape. Uh -huh. It's like, don't come down here. Go back up, you know, go back up and play Dota. Um, <laughs> no, but the spirits are high. Uh, they're grinding so hard. I keep getting reminded of the grind. And it's it's rough, as in it is one of the most draining things to do. And every day it's full sacrifice. Like what what else do they do in a day? I think they get two to three hours to themselves every day. And the rest is kind of Dota with the is team. Yeah. Um, so it's really intense. And I, I don't think they get more than one, max two. They don't get more than one to two free days, uh, like off days every week. Okay. Between these official games, they take one after the series and then they're back. And then it's two to four scrims, but with so much preparation and with so much debriefing, with so much strategizing. Um, it's it's very intense, you know? And I I think this is also the point of the DPC where the fatigue, again, starts really kicking in for people. Like, if it was me, this is like, you might be in the rhythm, you might be like waking up like a zombie every day, knowing that you've done this for this many days and you're about to do this for this many more. Um, but this is when it can eat away at you, I think. This is when people need to find solace in other things in life and, and try to take the time off you need and try to do the things you need to do so that you're you're not going to burn out yourself. Um, take care of yourself, yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you see yourself in this whole map? Do you see yourself like with the passion reinvigorated from them and watching them or more like, well, you know you want to be in Dota but not there anymore. You have moved past that. I think I would need really bad weather to get pushed back into Dota. <laughs> Denmark. We can send you back to Denmark. <laughs> I feel reinvigorated in many, okay. many senses, but not really uh, interested in competing yet. Com competitive, like, uh, hunger isn't, isn't there. I went to water the plants. I haven't thought about Dota all day. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> it's pretty chill, you know. I Now, now they're about to play. Uh, and I, I get the... I get the insight of how the games are going, what strategies are being built, how they're... This team is, is still very different from our team in, in many senses. Like, they're way, they're way more self-sacrificial for strategies. Uh, we, we made some cool strats and people were willing to self-sacrifice, but these guys have even more layers to people swapping roles, people playing different places, doing different things, find priority. Um, it's it's kind of cool. Like they have a lot of things to work with, a lot of things to work around, which allows for many, many, many heroes, many, many, many ideas. Um, Enigma with farm, Enigma position four, all these. Yeah, they have some they have some cool stuff to work on. But as for me, I'm that's what gets me excited. That's why I like okay. to hear about. That's why I like to think about. Um, and then how they're doing us 
in individuals like mentally and energy level and and are those games actually worth anything because that's what people don't often get is they maybe think these practice games look like ti but usually they don't it's like a struggle to get these games to look like uh, very real you have all these stages and each stage there's so much unclean dota in practice games usually um and that's that's one of the big challenges and that's one of the mental challenges so Happy is not me, happy is them, but I'm happy to be watching. Okay, but also let's plug your, your stream. So you've taken upon yourself to do a quality stream and co-stream. Tell yeah. me a little bit more about it. How do you came to that idea? Yeah, trying to make it more quality, trying to get into like a bit of casting, trying to get better with like calling names instead of heroes. Um, it's fun. It's really fun because I'm watching the games regardless. Uh, I would love if Thompson or Seb would show <laughs> up or Anna or Yese would show up to, to one of the games. I think uh -huh. it would be a lot of fun. Uh, but I was going to reach out to other people too, like Cap or or whoever else might feel like joining me uh, for some co-cast. Jay asked me. I told him no, because I think it's going to be awful. <laughs> I was going to say, because he put on the group chat that we have in WhatsApp, oh, anybody wants to join me? And I was like, dude, I'm here for you. And he was like, no, no, somebody that actually knows how to do something. Yeah, because it was not going to be good. Like, if yeah, it's okay <laughs> if you didn't know, but if you, oh. then you needed to be able to cast. If this was in Spanish, I think you would have been my first choice because I've heard yeah. you cast in Spanish and you can actually cast. But I think in English, it yeah, would just be bad. <laughs> in English, I'll be like, okay, so your Q. What is the yeah. Q? Just use your Q. Your Q. I don't even know the name uh, of the spells. Yeah, so I'm yeah, trying to be like, strong. when it's just me, I'm trying to be slightly informative and trying to get like a little bit of play-by-play -play and hype cast. Um, and trying to not say we as much, but it's, it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away, bro. Uh, you yeah. should try to cast other people's games, you know? So the we goes away? Maybe. Uh, some of the hype matches I want to cast for sure. I okay. definitely want to cast some of the hype matches, like Secrets or Tundras or, or Gaming Gladiators or um, whoever, you know? Like even the Liquid games I have found really hype. Like Liquid also play really fun strategies, but some of the games I, I wouldn't feel so hype about casting. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying awesome. to get more into it. So... Plug your <laughs> your Twitch. Come watch me on Twitch, <laughs> Twitch TV slash Big Daddy, oldest Twitch account in the world. Is it? It is. No shit. Tell yeah, apparently because they deleted Twitch accounts way back when, and then I was in contact with them about something about my Twitch account, and they let me keep mine or something like that. And wow, there you go, know, boys. There you go. And oldest, I'm super boomer. The the boomer account. Super boomer. Ah, my friend. So what do you want to talk about today? Look, I'm getting, I'm getting comfy. Uh, yes, I'm wearing shorts. Nice, me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about some life. life. Talk about seasons, maybe. Talk about. Do I don't know. I was cutting my dog's nail the other day, and he really doesn't like cutting his nails. Mm -hmm. I, even though I think I did try to uh, make him comfortable, even from very young childhood. I, with one of them, it succeeded. Wolf, the black one, he will just eat treats, cut his nails, doesn't mind, doesn't care. But Bjorn, if you touch his toenail, it's madness. It's like full-fledged panic. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want anything to touch his uh, okay. his feet. But m the toes are just like another level of intensity. So I got all scratched up, like trying to hold him, trying to distract him, and, and trying to get that nail cut because it started curling a bit. We succeeded. It was a nice lady who was helping. Um, but yeah, that was a struggle. Have you ever had to cut any dog nails? No, but I, I do it with my cat, and I have How a. How does that go? I have a secret. I have a secret cat uh, procedure. Uh -huh. I'm not joking. So you put the cat on a blanket, and you roll him in a blanket, and you make a cat burrito. Sausage. Yeah. Cat burrito, and then the cat is just there, mm -hmm. and he can't do anything, and he's paralyzed, mm -hmm. and you just very calmly just pet him and. 
Got his nails and then release him. So the back paws, same similar kind of thing. I was holding him and like, sh like kind of yeah. giving like the horse cover for his eyes, like he couldn't see anything, and that helped for just the the regular toenails to form. So maybe I'll try that. Like a burrito, time. like a blanket. Yeah, 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 around his head. Just roll him. He just mm -hmm. roll him around his body. So yeah, it's like around thing. his body. Yeah, yeah. And he cannot move. And you put the feet in the bottom, and you do too. And then you wrap it around, <laughs> and you have all of these ones. Do you give your cat treats while you you do things like no. that? No, no, it doesn't work the same. My cat is always there. The food is always up, is there. So, but treats. There's nothing like super delicious, super. The cats, they don't care. They don't care. I don't, I've never seen them excited about anything. What are they? What are the difference between the treats and the and the normal food? Is it like more like oily or more flavory? It's just uh, not healthy to eat a lot, or yeah. So I think they have a lot more. Um, maybe some some of these spices like the they, they really like cinnamon um, okay. and salt, and I do think yeah, there's a level of like fat and oil maybe that in, is not very really good for them. That is, you should limit it a bit. Um, for a lot of the treats, they say like ten treats per dog per day or something, um, and the dry food is. Pretty dry, and and they're really not interested in it. Like with my old dog, the Labrador I had, he he would go for treat. He would go for his food as treats if you didn't have to wait long. You know, he he was almost always hungry. But for these guys, even though they hadn't eaten in one day, they wouldn't work for a for a dry like dry food treat. <laughs> it still needed to be a little more exciting. <clears throat> but they had their first piece of lamb meat, lamb with bone the other day, and that was I think the highest level of food excitement i've seen them and i was like daddy i will i will jump i will give you the hand i will roll just yeah give me but like while they're shaking you know like they're i'll do anything for you but like ah oh, don't make me wait <laughs> it's really intense but they, they loved it they had a good time yeah. awesome. any trips for you planned mm, yeah next month i'm gonna go somewhere okay. i was thinking about getting a camper oh, um, like an rv or yeah like like a full camper you know with like um some type of AC and fridge in there. That's like, I guess the most two important things of like having a camper or the most nice things about having a camper, a bed, an AC and a Camper, a you mean like a, like an SUV with a, like an RV? Yeah, yeah, like an RV, but with- With everything, okay. With, filled with things inside, Good. but like- It's one of my dreams, having one of those, one of my dreams. So we're gonna rent one next month, uh, get a feel for it. Uh -huh. And then depending, might do something small, might do something nicer. Uh, it's definitely tempting to get something with like a water tank and a fridge in it. Yeah. But I also could see how just getting like a long car and re refurbishing inside, taking out the back seats and making like something that is more just for a couple day trips, but not a shower type deal. Uh, so that's what nice. I had. That's what my, my cousin had one and we will go surfing. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that we will just uh, drive it to the front of the, of the water mm -hmm. and then we'll sleep there so we could surf pretty early in the morning. Right, and you're by the water, so the shower thing is like you're jumping you in the ocean. Anyway. Well, you have a shower there where we used to go sometimes. Oh, you know, the shower showers. was at the beach. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. sure. And on that the back, too. you had like a like a like a mattress that it was like a full mattress. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was me and my cousin, those yeah. two dudes. But it would be like, like you could wake up in front of the water and just get mm -hmm. the board and get into the water. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of deal. Like, drive somewhere to either a lagoon or the ocean mm -hmm. or somewhere and bring the puppies and. Yeah, I have like a camping camping out trip. I don't think I've slept outside for over like twelve years. Outside, <laughs> like, like outside, out, outside, out of the like house, um, under an open sky. No, I mean out of the house. I mean I've been in a hotels for the last twelve years. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean outside of like a bed because, for example, like outside, I haven't be back 
or being an open sky when I'm in the in the van. We're in the van, you know, we're sleeping inside. Right, right. Well, I think if I had that van, I think I would still try. If the weather allows or the sky allows, I would want to sleep under the uh-huh. open sky. That's yeah. awesome. Dude, like, honestly, like, it's, it's been one of my dreams because I, I rented a few of them. And I mean, the bigger it is, the more comfortable it is to be in it. Right, right. But the most annoying is to drive it because you're driving a truck. But there is some of them that are smaller that you can drive it like an SUV and have fun of driving without feeling like you're driving a bus. Yeah, the, the really nice one that we did take a look at, and it was like 60K, I think, to, to get the thing, or 55. It was, it was like a 2018 model, and it had everything in it. It was quite big, and yeah, sure, a little bit annoying to drive, maybe, like it was max size for mm-hmm. a regular license. I could drive it, anyone could drive it with a regular license, but I can see what you mean. Like, you would have to, it would be annoying, but I think it would be worth it. I think it would be worth it if, if you got to your location and you had this baby with you, like you had a shower, you had a nice fridge, you even had like three beds in it. Um, but again, I have no experience and I want to just start out with something. <laughs> My friend keeps talking to me about Will Smith's uh, auto camper. Have you seen it? So this is what I had when I had. And yeah, yeah. This is the type of deal I was looking at too. Maybe but I like have to do a screenshot for, for math. Math, I'll do a screenshot for you so you can see it. But yeah, the cool thing is that you sleep on the top, you know? Right. So yeah, yeah. in the bottom, you can have like a little bit more utilities and like even the fridge and then you sleep on the top. Yeah, yeah. And what we had was this one, but we actually slept inside because we didn't have anything else. Have you seen Will Smith? No, Will Smith has one. Just, just take a look. He spent 13 million on it, apparently. Will Smith spent $13 million. On a, yeah, and on his auto camper, but it's not even like a regular one. It's like it's attached to a truck. It's like a truck size. With the touch of a button, the trailer transforms into an amazing yeah. double-decker mansion. I mean, that's not really an auto camera. That's a moving house. It's um, transformers. And the to- apparently the top floor can fold up and it's pure glass. And it's just, that makes it three stories. Like it's regular. Like normally it's two stories. And then if you, when it's stationary, it folds up and it gets a third story that's full glass with like open view. Oh, this one says 2.3 million. Yeah. I don't know why. My my friend told me 13 million, but it says 13 million here, but I don't I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't know. But dude, what is what is I was well, this is what he, apparently he brings to to movie sets and sets. whatever too. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, is, it's not like I think he's not going to like a Yellowstone. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is like he has a portable home, yeah. his home, so when he goes to movies, his family and his whatever and then yeah. But yeah, but like I, I know movies and it's not that easy. Well, I mean, you need a lot of time to get it from one point of the world to another one. Because, for example, if you're filming in Europe, it's two I, months. He's probably not bringing that thing yeah. out, of, out of the States, I guess. I don't know. Depends. Maybe we, maybe he would. Well, he's not going to be needing it soon. Oh, oh. oh. I don't think he's going to be filming a lot. You don't think they're going to do a movie about the slap? It's called The Slap. <laughs> Dexter, Dexter started it, you know? <laughs> the slapsters. <laughs> imagine if Dexter slaps you. Will Smith your head around. with his Dexter. The biggest slap. Let's do like the slap competition. Done. You've seen those, right? I've seen them. They are wild. They're wild. But it's it's so insane and that, they, that it's even on the sports channel and stuff, you know? Like then I would I would still qualify like professional darts as more of a Eurosport worthy <laughs> slap competitions. So I saw, I know it's going to be, again, I keep, I keep plugging my boy, Logan Paul, but he casted uh, one of these things and I saw it and it was wild. And dude, females were also slapping each other. 
Ja, ja, ja. Jeg vil sige, at female slap. Oh, oh. Well, this guy on the right that you see in the third picture. Yeah. I think he's also the same guy in the second picture. Yeah, I saw them. He's he's like the best one, and and it's also he is the one with the beard. So there's like a lot of layers to all these things, like how you hold your hand and you have like a certain amount of illegal slaps before you get deducted points or something. But his beard must be tanking so much yeah. force every slap. And if his opponent doesn't have one, it's it's such an advantage. Can't believe I was talking about this, but yes, I agree. I've seen <laughs> how some of them just hit with the center of the face. Yeah, obviously. And they hit you on the jaw on the jawline. Yeah, and you can knock people out like exactly. that. That's, that's how you knock people out. Yeah, and I don't think that's what it's about. I think that's yeah. an illegal one. It's I think it's about the flat hand and the slap connecting with um, okay. I don't know, but then again, like anybody is gonna take any advantage they can get, right? And yeah, in that moment is like Well, give me a penalty if you want. This guy is like barely walking, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You never yeah. played that game with with your cousins, small cousins. Which one? It's like okay, let's play a game. Let's see how, like the the soft of a slap win. You start, and then they do a soft one. You just hit them bomb. hard. Like, okay, you, you won. <laughs> I've seen uh, Havost and uh, Buktov. Uh -huh. You know, Buktov from level 99 okay. and stuff. Yeah, I saw them at. Uh, ESL in Poland, they had a slap competition at the at the hotel after Aye. the event. That my, was intense. My face is too pretty. I'm not gonna get slapped by anybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. Their their faces used to be pretty. <laughs> not after the slap. <laughs> they got into slap competition. Maybe we should just open like a OG slap division and bring Dexter. Ah, screw that. I want to play ping pong. I want OG ping pong before that. OG ping pong. Yeah. Ping pong is where my slaps are. Online ping pong or just like on-site ping pong? Oh, what do you mean online ping pong, bro? Get out of here. Unless VR gets to that level where it starts feeling real, then no. Well, ask Misha, what is online basketball? And he's like, oh... NBA 2K... Uh, it looks fun, to be honest. When I see him play, it looks like there's there's like timings and things that can keep the game exciting. And even for me, I, I, I've I never played sports games. No, I don't think I've ever played a sports game for more than 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, but that one actually looked like the mechanics look fun because it has it's these fine. bars that you charge and it's like a timing game. Um, yeah, I'm not an NBA, NBA 2K player, but I can I can respect. This is my fourth glass of orange juice. It's actually my favorite thing about Sugar Man. about Lisbon is that they have in the supermarkets these machines. Oh, we have them here now. You saw it? You haven't seen it? No, you have a machine? Yeah, we This have is one. yours? Uh, no, because it broke, but we just got the new one. Okay. We just have to install it. Oh, this is my I, my happiness. Yeah. I love orange juice and I yeah, hate yeah, yeah. squishing them. So I started drinking less and I started just putting the orange juice in smoothies. But now and again, like half a glass of orange juice with ice. Nice. So right. good. So good. Not four. Not four. <laughs> Not four. It's just because the other day when I got here, there was no left. And I think Joanna oh, was no. like, made sure that there was like a home. So we talk about slapping. We talk about RVs. Oh I think we God. should talk about ping pong, bro. Ping pong, but we talked about ping pong the other day. What do you want to talk about? Oh, we about did talk pong? about ping pong? Yeah, we did. A little bit. You beat me. My God. Consecutive times. It's Not so even good. close. It's so good. It's been the best investment in the house. True and me, we play every day. Uh, I think he has bought rackets four times because he's never satisfied. He always blames the racket. Misha? No, true. But true, I, I can't play with you. I will just, I, I will get bored. I will just leave. Over this warm up? Well, he's not really. Like when you're playing with him, you don't rattle. You're not like boom, 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 boom. It's more like. Yeah, yeah, well, he tries to snake the serve all the time. Okay. He tries to sneak it, but it's fun. You know, I like it. It's like, it's part of the game, I guess, especially in home ping pong, which is not like as professional. But when we were playing, when we were playing, we were going at it. 
Sure, sure, we sure. Four, five, six, yeah, seven, yeah. eight times, and with him, it's either you make the point or him. No, no. I mean that depends. Then you probably found him on an off day. Like okay. I've, I've had the the quick balls, and and he actually he when he gets mad and he starts doing the right hand like the the hard ball, he will he will get points on you like that, and yeah, yeah he'll hit hard. Okay, so I have to see it. I need to go bathroom. Okay, we need to pause. We'll take a pause. Welcome to the Monkey Business Show J Edition. Hi YouTube, it's me, your favorite YouTuber. I'm just filling uh, time for <laughs> Johan to come back while I watch people getting a slap on YouTube. Because we love YouTube. Okay. I just wanted to point out, well, just I wait until you see it before I make fun of our common friend. All right, so we're back. Have you seen that since we made Seb officially a member of this podcast, it hasn't not shown up once? Yep, that's how it goes. That's once how you, it goes. Once you commit, you get cold feet. Yeah. He waited, eh? He waited months and now we're here. Okay, right, so we were talking about nothing really. Pong and cars. <laughs> Ping pong, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Table tennis. If you're going to start doing this, you have to call it table tennis. For me, it's just pong. Pong. Pong or ping. Just pong or ping. Yeah. That's how, that's what it goes by in the house. Table tennis is like, as boomer, boomer, boomer. Uh, worse. Mm -hmm. So, have uh, you, have I told you that I'm going to be spending a month in Singapore? A whole month? Yeah. No, you haven't told me. Yeah, so I'm going uh, to go for the Formula One. At the beginning of oh, October, really? okay. and then I stay all the way through because it's Formula One at night, and it's a music. Uh, there is music festival and food festival. Interesting. Okay. So I'll be working from from Singapore. Okay. And before that, I might do a Philippine trip or Southeast Asia because I haven't really seen a lot of those areas. I've been to Malaysia, but never okay. never Philippines. Alright. I mean, Philippines is a Dota hub. Yeah, sure. that's why I have to go there, and you know, maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, a company near us, you know, <laughs> a company near you opens uh, offices in Southeast Asia at some point. Yeah. Soon. I think that would be a good move. Yeah, a wise move. It would yeah. be good. Like maybe, yeah. like, maybe we send the CEO to Southeast Asia to see <laughs> what he can find. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe explore some Formula One on the company's expenses just to learn and broaden no, the horizon. Correct. <laughs> Formula One, I'd pay for it. Come on. <laughs> Steal your money. <laughs> I've never, I've never been to Formula One though. Neither have I either. Neither, yeah. no, no. neither have I. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's, why are you going then? Like, what's your... so it's right before uh, TI. I know, I know, but are you really excited about going to watch Formula One? Yeah, or? I'm excited. I'm excited to be in Singapore. I've never been, and because the problem is that, well, not the problem is that when we go to to TI, you're only doing TI. You're not leaving. You're not going anywhere. So if I go by the time we start, yeah, right, you won't get to see Singapore. Zero. You know, because we'll be together. Unless we get knocked out right away. <laughs> which won't which won't happen. But yeah, but even when we get knocked out, everybody's emo, you know, nobody wants to do right, anything. Right, right. So and the city won't look the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go from like, oh my god, the street food is amazing from yeah, you went yeah. TI, fuck the street food. I just wanna go home. I just wanna scroll yeah. under the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a month. Or well, now I think, a, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. I've never been to Singapore, even though Dota was there twice, okay. I think. Yeah. I will, we never managed to get there. Um, it, but I've heard good things, right? Like, I've heard th Singapore is an amazing place. Just Yeah, it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe my <laughs> my reference are going to be awful. But in Crazy Rich Asians, it looks great. That's all in Singapore. 
Okay. Ja, som Lars Weiner. I jeg tror, det med Carl. Okay, fuck. I don't know. I really think he's Singapore, eh? I mean, Macau is like the, the Vegas, right? Like uh, Vegas of China. Right. We've been dating for over a year now, and I think it's about time people met my beautiful girlfriend. I think it's Singapore where they film it. But anyway, if it's not... Are you talking about actually a show called Crazy Rich Asians? No, no, the movie Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know this movie. You've never seen Crazy Rich Asians? No, no, I didn't know you were referencing a movie. I thought you were just referencing, no, like, no, no. actually, like, stupidly rich. No, no. <laughs> Dude, you haven't seen this movie? It's actually a fantastic movie. No, I haven't. I actually have a lot of friends that have been in this movie. That's really good. No, I haven't seen. I haven't so seen. it's a romantic comedy. The premise is very simple. I'm so. not going to watch it, bro. We're all rom-com. Are you kidding me? It's not a bad movie. It's funny. It's a fun movie. Again, I can't. It's a rom-com. I can't. Dude, you're making I'm this sound. I'm not doing a rom-com. So you've bro. never hung out with a girl and the girl said, can we watch that movie? Yeah, like my pre-20s. Yeah, pre-20s. <laughs> pre-20s. When things were still very desperate and whatever. <laughs> I still have to watch this shit, you know? <laughs> no, still, not sure how things to. are still desperate? No, I'm not sure that desperate, but uh, in the best situations that I have, it's like I choose one and they choose one. But after my third, you know, movie, no. they were like, "Hey, I draw the line. I have, I have, I don't think I watched a rom com since Not my pre twenties, yeah, and I don't think I ever will again. I hate the principle, like the vibe that those movies give. I don't know. There's just there's nothing, nothing for me to get there. Well, Crazy Rich Asians. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Let's see. Maybe. It did really well. Maybe and I think, obviously, I know we're going to get politi- politically correct, but it's true, actually. So there is a lot of representation. The whole movie is, the cast is Asian, the, the director is Asian. So it was like a really cool seeing them in like a super, like commercial and successful movie. It's a, no, it's, it's a great movie. Constant Wu and Harry Golden and the two leads and mm. they're really fantastic. I was watching Donnie Darko again yesterday. Got Ooh. halfway through. Yeah, I hadn't watched it for like 15 years or something. Yeah. Creepy movie or like, I was I was watching it yesterday and I even remember like a lot of the music choices that they that they had. The Gary uh, Jules. You remember like the high school scene, like early on when they switched to the high school uh, mode and like everything is jolly and okay. and, and happy. At that moment in the movie, I just started laughing because it's like, what is going on? I didn't remember this part. I didn't remember the music choices and all of that. Like it goes from this constant creepy undertone of music and like mysterious vibes to this. Uh, Teenage high school music uh, musical, like uh, just like that. Yeah, 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 and then back to back to more weird, creepy stuff. But but very, very good. It's a great movie. Very great, yeah. So I'll tell you a story. Part of my LA stories with JMR. Uh, I came to. I actually wrote a movie about this, which maybe one day I make it. But I moved to LA, and I was staying. Okay, I want. I have to explain a little bit more. So you arrive to LA if you've never been there, and I was. I've never been there when I moved there. The airport uh, is in a in, next to the water, and as you start going to Hollywood, you go through this. In the middle of LA, there are like oil pumps, and it looked like a desolated land. It looked mm-hmm. like wasteland, like a video game. Mm-hmm. And I remember just going there uh, with the with the taxi that I got, and I was thinking, what am I doing here? This place looks awful. And I arrived to this <laughs> shitty motel that I was staying in. I was 23. I had no money. And near there, there was like another place that looked a little bit better with people that were for long-term uh, stays, you know? So one of the first people that I met in LA is the bunny of Donnie Darko. The guy who was in the bodysuit. James Duval. 
Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, he was my first entry into Hollywood and one of my first friends. Okay. And through him, I got to meet a lot more of the Hollywood part and uh, yeah. That's funny, okay. The, the, and he had the rabbit at home. He had the oh, helmet oh. and there was like, he had like miniatures with him as the co uh, like for the the nerdy okay, world okay. and their like conf 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 conference. Uh -huh. Yeah, like, no, no conference, no conference. Like, you know, like all these uh, anime con and all that. Mm. And that's how he'll make money. He'll make money by going through places to places and signing autographs and taking photos with fans. Okay, okay. But yeah, he was the bunny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. I actually ended up making a movie with him later down the road. Yeah. He was one of uh, secondary characters in one of my early movies. Okay. All right. The bunny. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah, looking yeah. kid. Yeah. I do feel like there's a lot of things that I want to talk about, but I never f know how people will s receive them. I always feel like I, because I would, will talk about dating, I will talk about going out, I will talk about other parts of my life that are happening in my private life. But <laughs> every single time we record those podcasts, I have regretted later. Like 20 minutes into recording them, I was like, eh, maybe I should have not said that. <laughs> Does it happen to you? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, we're both, I guess we're both very much under the ties of our entertainment industry and yeah. in our world because we have people uh, that we pay with money that we get from other people that have opinions about what's, <laughs> what's okay to speak about, what's okay yeah. to show, and what's not okay. Um, so we're not Joe Rogan who... Who doesn't have like you know a lot of people under him that maybe that he's paying or at least that's the vibe i'm getting and he is yep. not getting the money from um you know sources or companies that have existed for for x amount of time um with their own policies and so on and so on he has his own thing going and this is this is much different uh so there's definitely things we maybe wish that we could talk about but that we can't yeah i think for me there is a yes i mean i'm trying to figure out what I spoke about it before that I think for me, the biggest topic that I've been really dealing with is what is my life at 37 and what did I thought my life at 37 was going to be? Because let me tell you, it doesn't look like anything at all about what I thought. So I grew up in Spain uh, in a Catholic uh, country and I, my parents were the only parents divorced when I was a kid. The only ones in my neighborhood, the only ones in my high school. And as I grew older, I think more families started getting divorced. Uh, we were like the very early. And my parents had me when they were uh, old-ish, like old, old back then, you know, 31. Mm -hmm. So back then parents used to have kids very, very young. And I always thought in my mind, well, if they had me at 31 and that's late, that is the, the year that I gave myself where I was like, yeah, well, that's when shit gets serious, you know? That's when you finally marry and that's when you get kids. And when I was in my 20s, I was like, ah, don't worry. I have plenty of time, you know. My parents had me at 31. We're fine. Then <laughs> we started getting to 31. And I was like, well, I mean, by 35, you know. I, I, I look at people that were, so when I was 31, the producers that were helping make the movie were 36, 37. And I was like, look, look at them, you know. They have a family. They have, it's like, so that's what's going to happen in the next five years. I'm 37. And I don't feel at all in many ways, in any ways, that I am there, that I'm ready. And I think, I'm going to blame you for this, I think because I am around so many young people with ambition and, and plans and dreams, 
everybody's a dreamer and everybody has something to accomplish, I don't feel that I'm 37 at all. I know I'm, I'm a boomer. I know I look 37, but I don't feel 37. But that's also a very boxed mindset, right? If you keep comparing yourself to other people and what yeah. they did and then what you're supposed to be doing because they did that, that's a very, uh, I mean, r rigorous and rigged mindset, right? You're not, you're not free at all to do anything different than, than what your parents did or what other people that you end up working with did. I mean, my mom had my sister when she was 20 or 21, I think. And Bridget, what, okay. Yeah, and I'm 20, 28 now, and I'm not planning to get kids anytime soon. Um, and shit, I don't even think so far ahead, you know, and why should I? I don't, I don't know why there's so much obsession also about, you know, the long term, like the 10 years, the five years and all that, like thinking ahead, because if you let that decide and you rush towards a family or a child or the right woman or even another project, probably it's, it's not the, it's not pure motivation. It's not the right way of going about things, or it could lead to regrets or bad, like this decision was not uh, thought thought through just because you wanted it because somebody else had it. Um, I get what you're saying with like young people and stuff, but at the same time, I'm also seeing young people much younger than me, established families yeah. and feeling, some feeling, or I'm feeling like, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense and they can do it. And some others where it's like, what's going on? You're not meant for this. Um, and sometimes it's not planned and, and so on and so on. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think you should mirror yourself too much in other people because if you end up doing that, where does that leave you? Who no, are you I, then? So let me just put a little bit more words. So... When I was young, I was obsessed with making movies. I would say the same kind of level of obsession that you had on Dora. Maybe different level of exceptional <laughs> amongst my industry because you were clearly on top, but I would say the same level of education. My whole life was that. There was nothing else. I was sacrificing everything for that. And then I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore. And I guess that my next objective could have been the family, you know? I'm gonna find a job and I'm gonna do that. But I got another project. And this project is even, in my opinion, more exciting than movies. And then is I'm finding more happiness about being in OG that I've ever found from movies. I love it, I love it. So I am thinking about my 10 years, my 15 years, my 20 years. And I tell you all the time, I don't want OG to be a one-year journey. doesn't mean that my journey is going to be exactly the same. Maybe there is very different shapes, you know, in this journey. Mm -hmm. But I want this to be our legacy, our, our vision of the world and our little, you know, yeah, yeah. moments that we're <coughs> going to put on a, on a beautiful box and then it will become someone else's box, you know, and some other people will, mm -hmm. will take it along with them and they will make this company something different. Sure. But I, I, I think in a weird way I see what other people see on the family but in here. And we like we take care of so many people and they could take care of us, okay? It's not like, but like that it is full encompassing a lot of the things that, I don't know, is this job gives me everything that I ever wanted. You have creative power, you have creativity. Everybody here is just working hard to make our dreams come true while we're trying hard to make their dream come true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my life is not what I thought it was gonna be. In many ways, it's much better, but it's more out of the ordinary life. And now why am I all emo about this and all that? Because 
there is a moment when I come to Europe where this is honestly all I think about. In LA, I don't think about this because in LA, it's, it's, world, it's weird and it doesn't feel like mine. I mean, it's my hometown. Well, it's my town, but it's not my hometown. When I go to Madrid and I walk the streets of Madrid, I am constantly reminded of what my life would have been if I had stayed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I see my friends with kids and I see my mom and how my mom hangs out with all my cousins and their kids. Mm -hmm. So it is shocking. And every single time I go to Madrid, I take like a few nights by myself and I just walk the streets where I grew up because my mom doesn't live there anymore. That's another thing is I, I, my, I moved, my parents moved and when they divorced, they all moved. So I don't have any place anymore in Madrid where I grew up. My, my house, they sold it when, I, when we were kids. Then they moved into another house and they sold it later. And then my mom and her husband have an office and that's where I stayed, in the office. Like in the, in the, uh, I don't know how to call it, like in the house you have like the bedroom and then you have the office space. That's where I stayed. So it's not really a home to me anymore. But walking the streets feels like home. Of course, I mean, you grew up there. Must be nostalgic. It was the same thing with you when we went to Denmark and you were like eating pizza with me on the streets that you grew up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss, so I miss home too for the food. Mm -hmm. And I miss, I just, food for me is usually better just through nostalgia. Sometimes yeah. I like shitty food just for the sake of nostalgia. Nostalgia is great. Nostalgia is awesome. And I think everybody experiences those that level of like, comparison yeah you look at people you grew up with you look at your family and how and you think how they might live life and how yours is so much different but at the same time i think they might be doing the same thing with what you're doing i'm sure that you, the friends who are seeing you and they're like oh he doesn't have kids and oh he's in la and oh he's doing this and that grass might be greener yeah for in that sense too or as in it might be fun to fantasize about how things could have been different you know i'm sure it goes both ways in that sense I'm sure yeah do you thought your life was gonna be what it is right now no no I don't, I don't think it's like many of the things probably turned out the way I imagined, like no kids, um, still being me, still having my own thoughts, like not being tied down. Uh, and I don't mean tied down with like relationship wise, but no, I understand, anyways, I understand. like, um, I you have your own company, you have your own things. You know? Yeah. And I am doing things what I think is right and what I think is cool and what I think is nice and, and whatever and whatever. Um, but no, I, so I was never. As a kid, I always grew up wanting to do what I like doing for a living. And I was being told left and right that you don't always get that, get it that way and that you have to prepare yourself. You have to get education. You have to go through the safe way um, yeah. to make yourself like financially stable in the future and and like not starve and not become homeless and, and so on and so on. So that was kind of what I was expecting life to be, that I would have to do all of this eventually or life would be, you know, complete suck. <laughs> Uh, so I'm happy eSport happened. I'm happy I got to compete. I'm happy competition became my life for, for that long. And <clears throat> now I'm happy that it's not right now. So that sense, I feel fortunate. I feel lucky. And I don't, I didn't expect any of this to, to really happen and Dota to become the game that it did or Han for that matter, or any game for that matter. Yeah. Han, loving memory. RIP Han. RIP. I saw the post yesterday and I was like a little bit nostalgic and sad. There was, a, there was a moment yesterday when I saw it, I was like, I want to play Horn right now and I can't. 
because the servers are gone, even though I haven't played in 10 years. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I, di I didn't feel like playing, but I have the good memories, you know? Maybe I would just for nostalgia, but yeah, Dota is my game. I, I think I would have a bad time playing another MOBA yeah. still. Yeah. I, I don't mean like playing, I just mean like, oh, dude, like, let's turn it on, because I have yeah, revisited. Yeah, the nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have revisited, like, maybe last year, I, had, I installed games that I used to play in my childhood to see how they would feel. First, the graphics were not holding up mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was like oh my god yeah i know i'm a boomer but i play monkey island which i can show you again i mention it all the time that is a but that's why when 8 bit 16 bit when or when or if you ever have kids you cannot show them the high graphics until later you have to show <laughs> them that the world is this is the best you have like half-life one you know like these uh -huh. are the graphics that you have and and it's going to be magical it's going to be great like Java one half-life one is going to be great and then when they're older you can let them out of the basement and you can, <laughs> they will see that the world has evolved. But at least they will have had this amazing gaming experience and, and seen that things will have to be pretty to be good. Yeah, I, that's exactly the point. I, I, I used to play these games that the graphics were shit, but the stories were amazing. And they were in a weird way. I felt like, oh my God, it's like living in a whole new world. Right. Yeah. I didn't need this like, high def vision that I have to live in the world. This 16-bit <laughs> right. game felt like a whole different world. And once you get past that, like whatever, whatever engine or whatever graphics that it has, you're gonna also, I think, learn to appreciate and learn to see better what else they had to work with, which is just the story and the gameplay and and like the the experience that you're gonna have with a lot of these games. Mm -hmm. And today, I think there's so much less focus on that because you know a lot of money is getting spent on the graphics on that type of experience instead. Um, yeah, like old games, man. Like they nothing, nothing compares, in my opinion, to a lot of them. Yeah, this was. And this mm -hmm. is already like this is with colors. This is like Monkey Island three or four. Okay? This is with colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this still has colors now. Back then, we didn't have. To. Oh my god, I played. And now, the moment I know you've all been waiting for. How about some amazing juggling? Is this a dagger I see before me? No, it's three! See how I juggle these knives? At great personal risk to myself. And to you, if I slip. He's a great juggler, but I sure wish he'd get off the stage so I can dig Elena. Yeah, I, am. I mean, games have been part of my life. I had them since I was a kid. And I was lucky, one of the lucky ones, you know, that I had a computer at home that I could experience some of these games. And back then it was graphic adventures. That was the whole point. Do you remember the idea? No, of no, the, no. So a graphic adventure was uh, pretty much, it was a very similar book, mm. but your characters, you could see instead of saying, okay, and now you're in a forest, you see like your so it's 2D a point, it's a point and click. Do, 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 come in and now you're in the forest and the tales will show on the screen. The, the, it will, there will not be So it's audio. like a choice matters. Um, Correct, kind of deal. And you yeah. could do things and you could like do like, you know, like chat chat thing and you have options. Where do you want to go here? You yeah, want to yeah, go here, yeah, yeah. use this to top this, you know? Like, oh, there is a, a tree on the ground. It's stopping in the middle of the path of the road. What do you do? Yeah. Get axe, hit axe, you know? Oh, like the Dungeons and Dragons concept yeah. too, right? Where exactly. You, yeah. Dude, would you be open to play Dungeons and Dragons? Play one? Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, because I've never played. I've watched people play. It sounds like fun. It would need a good... Um, 
what's the dungeon master the dungeon master yeah yeah uh, so going back to my life choices <laughs> i i am i'm happy with what i am i'm very happy but now i have a for you youngsters out there okay look look at boomer j uh my biggest discovery on the last two years is that the one thing that will get you every time is health your body will deteriorate much faster than your brain will deteriorate in my case. So you have at 37 or even hopefully much earlier for some of you guys, you have to start taking care of your body much earlier because you will see how at 37, I can't eat the things that I used to eat. I cannot do the things that I used to do. That's gone. When I was like in my 20s, I will go out at night and then I will eat Korean food and a pizza before I went to bed. And I went to bed and I slept 10 hours and I woke up and everything was fine. Now, no way. If I eat a pizza before sleeping, I sleep two hours later, I'm in the bathroom. Three hours later, I have like a heartburn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those days are gone. Yeah, so I had a lot of those issues too, but I got rid of them. Um, and I only got rid of them through, you know, eating well and trying mm -hmm. to get rid of them. Um, I also had COVID and I think, so I only had symptoms for two days. Okay. And I, I, I probably contribute that to, yeah, smart, smart eating, supplements and you know, doing the right things for those, for those couple of days. Uh, I think the, the, the right time is always now to get ahead always. of, um, always now. to get out health things. Um, life is of course meant to be lived and not meant to be, uh, worried, but yeah, I can, I can also no longer just do what I used to do. And I had, I had stomach issues, uh, one epicenter and ever since then the stomach is not the same, Yeah, but I'm, I'm quite fortunate in many senses, but yeah, I also contribute a lot of it to small things. And now I trying to do more and more, but like supplements, working out and actually trying to, as soon as you get a problem, fix it, fix it hard. And if you think you're about to have a problem, get ahead of it. Yeah. Because I always look at those. I mean, I've heard the story from you. I've heard the story from my dad. I've heard the story from all people of age and experience or whatever is like, if you have something building, like get ahead of it, like fix it. Otherwise it'll fester and it'll just get much worse. And remember like even physical muscles, when you, when I was young and I will sprain my ankle two days and I was running around. Right. But now how long were you there with like pain in your ankle? Yeah. And plus months? I also didn't like fully tackle it right yeah. away. And, and yeah, I think I had issues for eight months or more when I, when I sprained, like sprained it bad, but still it shouldn't have been that long of a recovery rate. I'm 20, I was 28. Yeah, I was 27. Yeah. I will say my, my, second, my second learning of a, of a day. I didn't fix my teeth until I was 31. Okay. I had bad teeth until I was 31. Oh, and wow. I didn't fix it because they were you aesthetically... You never brushed twice a day? Like, well, no, no why, I why? always brush it. I always brush it, but they were like clamped. So they were like packed and it didn't look... Perfect. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. Like I, had, I always like very, very consciously clean my teeth after every meal all my life. But they were not on, on this. And I had to make him like this because my bite was irregular mm -hmm. and it was hurting my whole face. Right. And then I fixed my teeth and I found a whole level of confidence that I wish I had done it earlier. Because mm -hmm. I never wanted to have braces and I never wanted to have that. And yeah, when and I How was, did you fix it then? I had for, I have a thing for three years. The bracers? Yeah, I have bracers and then Invisaligner. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. invisible ones. But yeah, I mean, at 31, it was pretty embarrassing, but fuck it, you know? I, I did it. it's too late though to do some things when you get older, no? It just takes much, 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 much longer. Okay. And because if you move the teeth very fast, the root gets shorter. When you're a kid, you could do what I did in three years. You can do it in six months. Mm -hmm. But as an 
and in 31. And I did it because my mom did it at 60. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom did it at 60, and I was like, wait a second. It's not too late. My mom is 60 with braces, and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to be a 31-year-old with braces. One of the best decisions that I ever made yeah, in my I life. Might, I might want to do the same. I mean, I want to do that with allergies, right? I want to try to curb my allergies once and for all, my hay fever. Okay. Yeah, How yeah. do you do that? So there's like the general way. Uh, so in Denmark, they didn't offer the pill. And okay. I know Seb went through it with the pill growing up as a kid. He did, um, you do a pill with the things that you're allergic to, exposes your body, and then your body eventually normalizes it. If you do it, you have to do it rigorously okay. every day for a year, two years, even three. My mom, she started this injection thing. In Denmark, they didn't offer the pill. They, you had to go get an injection every week or two weeks. And it would vary a bit with like a frequency and stuff, but she had to stop because of pregnancy. She had to do, she started and stopped three times because three kids. So she never really got fully rid of it, but she she curbed it quite a bit and it's not as bad. And I highly regret not having just done it as a kid, but I also don't know if I ever wanted to do the injection. But now I wanna, <laughs> now I'm 28 and I do wanna try and I wanna either do it with a pill like Seb did or figure out if there's an alternative way and like that and maybe even jump on alternative treatments i did some as a kid um and some work for like one season and then stopped working but yeah that and also the teeth I, i'm now i'm thinking again like should i do something because they're not fully regular um you have good teeth though, huh? my teeth are good yeah. my, my my mouth is big and stuff <laughs> big mouth but, but your uh, teeth look good on your mouth yeah there's a little the, bit of unevenness i didn't i didn't even used to smile before I didn't even use to smile. All my photos until I was 34 are like this. <laughs> you could not see a photo like this. Yeah, I have teeth now. My friend, we have a meeting in, in three minutes. Yeah. Uh, so we have to wrap it up. Um, yeah, a lot of things going in OG. All of them very positive. And we have a lot of things going on. I feel a little bit overwhelmed because there's so many things to do. Because like, Think about it with, I mean, everything that we do, you guys support us with the show, with the merch, with the Dota, with the CSGO, with the Valorant. And we feel this wave of positivity. We just want to do more, 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 more. It's just literally not possible to do everything that we want to do. We've been trying to open a, a store in Southeast Asia for two years. I just cannot find the time or the resources of the right partner to go there and make it happen. And we're finally hiring a lot of new people. We hired, what, around 10 people in the last month and a half, two months? Two months, two months and a half, yeah. Account managers, uh, and we have how, uh, head of merge and an HR person, so hopefully we can, you know, go a little bit faster for 2023. Need good people, need lots of them. It's yeah, they just don't exist. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> well, they exist, it's just harder to bring them from where they are, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, uh, thank you so much. Again, I think this is one of those moments, you know, that at the end of the day we remember or we are reminded that you know, we're all here because of people supporting us and you guys support us. And we continue to live our dream because of it. It's just mm -hmm. pretty wild, you know, very humbling. Yeah, life is good. Life is good. I harvested a bunch of um, squash yesterday. Okay. You should see. It was amazing. Do you want to have a squash into the podcast? Is that your, your rap? We'll show him next time, next week. Next time? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll bring one up. That's it. Thank you, Thank Mav, you. Walter, Ivan, everybody behind this. Thank you so much. And subscribe, <laughs> please, okay? Daddy wants a 100,000 subscriber plaque right there, okay? Daddy wants a plaque. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Okay.